BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I am so excited to be here with Sally Kim, the founder of Crush Tonic and the author of The Collagen Glow, which you can order on Amazon. Yeah, and at Barnes and Noble. Amazing. Thank hey you. Sally. Hi. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm good. So where are you from and how old are you? I'm from Korea, Seoul. Originally born there and then I grew up in Orange County. Lived in New York for a little bit, now in LA, and I am twenty-five. Awesome. And when is your birthday? August 17th. I'm a triple Leo. Oh my God. <laughs> you were giving me such Leo vibes. Was I really? Yes. I love that. Yeah, love in, that. in the best way. Leos are probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite signs. No, so, wait. What? Yeah. You're. I'm a Libra. Okay, so we yeah, get along. Exactly. We get along. <laughs> so, what is your current relationship status? Single as a Pringle. No. Yeah. <laughs> By choice, obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when was your last serious relationship? It ended about a year ago. Okay. Yeah. And how did you decide to found Crush Tonic? What was the process for you? And what were you doing before that? So I did finance all my mm-hmm. life. Um, actually, no, I take that back. I'm a writer by trade, majored mm-hmm. in English. I wanted to be a screenwriter. I modeled a little bit. And then no at one surprise there. Oh, <laughs> you too. And then at one point, I was like, okay, well, I want to do something a little bit more substantial. Mm-hmm. And I got into um, coding. And then I did like data engineering. And then I did finance. And I was doing strategy and M&A for Condé Nast. Awesome. And I got burned like a couple years ago. I was cooking and the oil just like went all over me. Like you can kind oh, of no. see, but I had burn blisters up and down both of my arms. Oh. And I was like, okay, how can I get my skin to heal and regenerate right. like back to normal? Mm-hmm. And I found collagen. I found that drinking it um, can make your skin look better. Mm. And two months into it, everybody around me was like freaking out at like how long my hair was getting, how like my skin was glowing and mm. I realized that there was something in collagen and uh, long story short, mm-hmm. I just wanted everyone around me to drink it, but it didn't taste so good without any of the like superfood flavors that Crush Tonic comes in now. So I went to the kitchen and mm-hmm. I experimented, I formulated, and then I came to arrive to different blends. I'd worked for like all of my different friends and family. Mm. And a month later, they all called me and were like, it was so funny, my mom was like, oh, honey, like, can you teach me how to download that Venmo app? And I'm like, 
oh my god, mom, you're gonna start sending me money? What? Because like uh-huh. I've been begging her to get it. Right. She always like has to wire me money, mm-hmm. and she goes, no, but I want to start sending you money so you can make it for my friends and family Aww. or all of her friends at church right. and stuff. So that was like when I kind of pivoted from yeah. being a Wait, more so corporate. Wait, so all of your hair is real? Yes. Can I touch? Yeah. <laughs> like this is the mark of a Leo. This hair. <laughs> So if I started eating collagen, yes, my hair would be thicker. Yeah. So wow. it's clinically proven mm-hmm. after three to six months, you're mm-hmm. going to start seeing like thicker hair. Your hair is going to be like stronger. You're going to glisten. It's going to glisten better. And it, but not only in your hair and your skin, but your mm. overall health. So your joints are going to be more lubricated. You're going to feel stronger. Collagen is something that our body produces. Mm. Have you heard the spiel behind collagen? No, I actually haven't. Okay. Like I, to me, collagen is something that you put in fake boobs. And I, <laughs> I don't know anything else about right, it. Right. Like nothing. And I, I'm so collagen's in there like yeah so in the crush tonic in every so we call this a crush in every okay. crush there's 10 grams of collagen from fish skin oh. a billion probiotics and a thousand micrograms of biotin and superfood oh i know i've heard of biotin yeah so we're getting closer <laughs> and and you open this and you put it in a, in like a, a water bottle oh yeah you mix it up and it, and it doesn't in. taste like shit nope Wow. Yeah, I just did a, um, a little demo at Yahoo, mm. and everyone there was so scared at first. Right. Like, I'm drinking fish skin, like, I don't want it. Right. Like, yeah. And, but they drank it, and none of them, none of them even, like, could taste it. Wow, I wish yeah. I had brought a water bottle from upstairs, but we'll, I'll, you know what, yeah. I'm going to bring one to, I'm working out after this, so I'm going to bring, I'm going to yeah. put it in yeah. and bring it. And maybe I'll help you Yeah, make yeah, it yeah, you'll Friday. come with me. Yeah. But to give you the little mm-hmm. science behind collagen, yeah. it's something that your body produces and around the age of 25, we stop producing it as much. Mm. And it, collagen is actually the most abundant substance in our body after water. So is that why our, sometimes like hair changes after yep. 25 yeah. and like could be thinner yep. or X, Y, and Z? And your mm-hmm. skin starts getting like wrinklier and saggier mm. and more elastic. Right. That's actually because the collagen that supports like your cell structure Mm -hmm. starts to erode and with time like your cells start kind of shrinking and they Mm -hmm. become like you know just imagine like a little bean bag Mm -hmm. and all of that like um suppleness like going away Mm. but when you start drinking collagen it almost tricks your body into thinking that the amino acids that Mm -hmm. your body's ingesting are produced by your own body and that goes straight to your skin your hair everything incredible yeah I'm shocked that more people don't talk about collagen or even like health influencers because my sister is actually a health coach and I don't even think she knows about how how great collagen is. So I definitely will tell her. Yeah. So I think the problem with collagen, like traditionally, is that it tastes like shit. Like Mm. most collagen, Mm. if it's not super high quality, if it's like $40 a month kind of a thing, like it won't taste good. Mm. And no one wants to drink something that doesn't taste good, no matter how good it is for you. Mm -hmm. Or alternatively, there's collagen pills and you have to take 10 pills a day. Mm. And like, that's also a lot. So... For Crush Tonic, like, what I wanted to do is I wanted to reverse engineer the experience. And, like, if you drink coffee every day and there's nothing there to, like, you know, there's nothing that's good for you besides waking you up a little bit. Like, Yeah, I'm not a coffee drinker, so. Or matcha. 
No, no? I don't even really no. drink wow. matcha. Yeah, I'm a strictly Diet Coke girl. Okay, but even Diet Coke, yeah. you drink it because it tastes exactly. good, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if Diet Coke actually was amazing for you... It'd be great. Yeah, so that's kind of why I wanted to flip the table. It's like, instead of looking collagen as a supplement that people, like, you know, have to wince at, like, I want it right. to be, like, a palpable, like, delectable thing. That's great. Have you heard of people eating their placenta, like, putting yeah. it, encapsulating yeah. it? Yeah. Do you think that? Because I was told that that not only helps with postpartum depression, yeah. but it also helps with, like, your hair, skin, and nails. Yeah. Do you think there's something collagen-y in that? A thousand percent, mm -hmm. probably. Like, if you break down the science behind all of these things, right. it's like you're feeding your skin at the cellular level mm -hmm. and the amino acids that you're ingesting, whether it's right. collagen or placenta or even just fish skin in its like actual form, mm -hmm. the amino acids from that is what gets absorbed by the different parts of your body. Right. And I think placenta, like I have not taken, <laughs> I haven't really taken part right. in that um, movement, but I see the science behind it. Mm -hmm. and. Maybe in a decade or two, like, when I'm in that phase in my life, like, I'd be more open to it. Mm -hmm. But right now, like, I'm not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk more about you. Are you 100% Korean? I'm a little bit Russian. So oh. I didn't know this for, like, my entire life. Mm -hmm. But everybody always, like, would be like, you look so different. In Korea, I'd be, like, ostracized. Because in Korea, they don't like people who don't look, like, fully Korean. Uh -huh. It's like mud blood, pure blood, Harry Potter. Totally. And... I didn't know why I looked different. And my brother's like 6'4", we look very similar. And I did the 23andMe like DNA test. Yeah, I have one sitting in my room, but I haven't done it yet. You have to do it. Because there's not a moment where I'm not like eating or having yeah. recently yeah. eaten. And you have to do it. But maybe once when I first wake right. up, I'll do it. Yeah, but anyway, when I got the results back, it said I was Russian. And I told mm. my dad that. And he was like, how did you not know that I told you that all your life? No. Yeah, so... I guess at one point I lost it, but his grandfather was like Russian, Kazakhstani from that area. Oh, that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. And have you dated a, a fellow Korean person or is that not your type? I actually um, don't really have types, mm. but I haven't dated a Korean guy like seriously. Mm -hmm. I have like casually seen a couple mm -hmm. in Korea, but not while I'm here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you said you're single like a Pringle. <laughs> are you dating at all? Like, are there any dating apps that someone can find you on? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, on Raya, I like to dabble on Hinge. But to be honest, like, I'm so shy and, like, I'm such an introvert. Like, I can't open up like that, like, through How screen. can you be an introvert if you're a <laughs> Leo, Leo, Leo? I don't. So when I'm, like, networking and when I'm talking about Crush Tonic, when I'm talking about my book, like, I'm so passionate that it it just comes out but mm -hmm. when I'm at a bar and like a guy like talks to me I'll just freeze up like I'll be like especially if I actually think he's cute like I'll probably talk to someone who's like I'm not attracted to right. more than someone I am do you have co-star that is yeah can yeah. I see your co-star yes <laughs> I have to see the rest of your chart I'm so fascinated <laughs> and what was your longest relationships sign he was March 14th Pisces yeah yeah Leo and Pisces are, are not a bad match. Wow. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen Leo, Leo, Leo. So if anyone's curious, that's why I'm so fascinated. Oh my God, you're Leo, 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 Leo. Your Mercury's also in Leo. What does that mean? It means, so our Mercury is how we communicate. Yeah. So right now Mercury's in retrograde. Right. So we're all communicating 
in a fucked up, not really working way. That's why the fuck boys aren't responding. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so funny. It says you may come off as conceited, but like not at all. Oh, that's good. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> it's wrong. Okay, and your Venus is in Cancer, so that makes sense why sometimes you might be nervous or freeze up because it's like that shell around you. Mars is in Libra. That's wonderful. Jupiter in Libra. Okay, great. So essentially you are, you've got a lot of Leo and Libra in you. So like you're very charming, (laughs) (laughs) very charming. But I think it's just a matter of like, if you want to give in to that charm and like let yourself be the center of attention, which Probably is overwhelming. Yeah, I kind of, I hate attention. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, when it comes to dating, you have to be so vulnerable, right? Like, you have to, like, put Mm -hmm. yourself out there, and I just can't do that. Right. (laughs) So, even, like, thinking about it gives me anxiety. I'm Mm. like, ugh. But I think when my priorities are more aligned with, like, dating, and right Mm -hmm. now, like, I have so much going on. Yeah, and you're still so young. Yeah, I hope so, even though my mom likes to remind me that oh I'm my God, of, course, of course. <laughs> I feel like that's just a mom thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm 28 and my mom kind of like stopped because right now I have a boyfriend, but I'm sure that she will remind me over Thanksgiving like, <laughs> what's going on. He's the one you met on Hinge. Yes, exactly. And actually I was just trying to convince a friend of mine I just had coffee with And he is 36, and he's single, and he's very successful. But he had not been on the dating apps because he was kind of scared that people would, like, see his profile and judge him. And it's so funny because, like, I don't know. I'm like, did I ever see a friend's profile and judge them? Like, I don't think so. I feel like now, like, it's so prolific. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on there that... You, unless so unless they write something really douchey. Right. Like then I'm, I would judge Yeah, them. here just for a good time or oh, like you know, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Like that I, would not be okay. Yeah. I feel like as long as you're not screaming like I'm only here to like DTF, right. you're not gonna be judged. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed for sure. So what are some things that you're doing right now on the weekends? You're in California. Yeah. What part exactly? So I'm in Orange County, okay. but I'm mostly in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I like live out of Soho House there. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I feel like that's like kind of a dating app in itself. Yeah, I've met a lot of really cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something like that's really amazing about LA is that everyone's a hustler and like right. everyone's working on their, like whether it's like their label or their album, right. their company, they have so many cool things that are going on, mm-hmm. like very unorthodox. And most people like that I hang out with in LA don't have a nine to five job. Right. So they're like always just doing something really cool, different events. And that's energizing and like mm-hmm. inspiring. So totally. I love socializing in LA. I love hanging out in Soho. What other than going to Soho House, what kind of like, are you more of like the Venice bars, Santa Monica scene or like Los Feliz, which is kind of like, in my opinion, the Brooklyn of LA, or more like, you know, what's that place, Delilah, and like, you know, that (laughs) that kind of scene. I feel like you'll probably find me at Delilah Mm -hmm. most weekends. Mm -hmm. It's so us and Delilah, it's like a routine. (laughs) I have to say though, and I feel like I've been, I have to apologize to LA right now because (laughs) I've been mean to LA recently. I wrote something on Instagram, 
But I was simply answering a question. Someone was like, you know, do you want to live in New York or L.A.? And why? And I explained New York is where I want to live. And I explained why. And a lot of L.A. people were offended. But I never took anything, like, away from L.A. necessarily. I was just saying these are the reasons I like New York. Yeah. Like, if there's traffic, you can't really do much about it in L.A. But in New York, you can get out of the car and get on the subway. Like, little things like that. Right. But... I will say when I went to L.A. most recently and I did go out to Delilah and I was with my friends who are incredible um, and super welcoming. But I felt as if it was more of like a like CNB scene and like no one was actually getting down and dancing and like having fun and being silly and weird. It was more like let's like it's like a meet and greet like you talk to different people which isn't horrible, but right. but do you notice that about LA? And if right. if that's true, is there a place to dance and be silly? I feel like in LA, like when you go out, mm-hmm. you make a lot of friends because of it's a meet and greet right, scene. Like, right. Because alternatively, I I agree with you like a thousand percent. But I actually think that's better for making friends than like just dancing and because yeah. like in New York, I'll go out to like Freehold and like mm-hmm. right, you're always dancing with your friends, but. Right. Sometimes you ended off at that, right? Or like a guy approaches yeah. you and you're just like, no, I'm having fun with my friends. Right, that's Whereas, so true. Right, but like in New York, you also kind of like, if like you talk to a random person, I feel like people kind of think you're weird. I know what you mean. I know, and definitely I've seen that more in like London. Like yeah. no one is allowed yeah. to talk to anyone they don't know in London, yeah. which I didn't even know was a thing yeah. until I spent time there recently. So true. But, in New York, yes, you're right. If it's the wrong person that you go up to and try to talk to, it, it's not great. Yeah, and, like, sometimes you just feel mm-hmm. like you want to talk to them, but there's nothing to really, like, bond over. So right. you're like, hi, nice to meet you. All right, like, here's my number, bye. But you never really talk to totally. them again because you don't, like, have that connection. Totally. Whereas in L.A., like, my fr- girlfriends and I'll go out, and we usually probably go to, like, more house parties than yeah. anything, but... We'll come back with, like, six new friends. Mm-hmm. And the next day, we're, like, talking about, like, all the different, like, people we met. And I think... I like that. In a way, because it's a bubble in a bubble, like... Mm, like, you collect people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have noticed that about L.A. Like, my friends who moved there from the city have, like, a collection of friends that are L.A. friends. Yeah. I guess it's just that I'm such a skeptic in a way that, like... If I did have these L.A. friends, I would be like, are they still going to be friends with me when I go home for Thanksgiving? <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Or are they only L.A. friends? Yeah. And, yeah. like, that would scare me. But that's the same everywhere, I right. guess. I also, like, I was born and raised in New York. I'm still living in New York. So clearly there's definitely a part of me that's, like, I just am scared to be anywhere yeah. else. You know? Honestly, sometimes I miss New York so fucking much Mm -hmm. like I'm in LA and it's different because yes you meet everybody and everyone's so cool but people don't have time to like socialize as much as people think there is because in LA like again everyone's working on their own hustle and your times don't ever really match up with anyone else's so it's like oh like do you want to come to this event that I'm throwing like I'll be there and I'll come say hi but like it's not like you know let's meet at Union Square at 8 o'clock for drinks, like, right. impromptu, because people live so far away from each other. Totally, right? So, totally. like, you're super, everyone's super friendly, everyone's mm-hmm. super happy, but I feel like 
it's almost more lonely than New York sometimes. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. I definitely see the the distance. When I was in LA last, I was staying in Los Feliz, yeah. and my friends live in West Hollywood, and it was really hard because that's yeah. like thirty minutes, yeah. and it's I was crazy. like, I really want to see my friends, and I know they want to see me. But, like, which one of us is going to make yeah. the 30-minute move? Yeah. And if neither of us, where is the in-between yeah. that we can meet completely, at? You know, completely. whereas in the city, like, if you're staying in Soho and I'm yeah. on the Upper East Side, I'll be like, let's meet in Midtown. Yeah, exactly. So for that, I totally get that. But moving on from L.A. and New York. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry to interrupt. I know you're enjoying Sally, as I did. She is my girl crush beyond. She is gorgeous and so sweet and incredible, but we'll get back to Sally soon. First, I really wanna tell you about FabFitFun. This is one of my like pride and joys right now. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle products. It has a value of over $200, but it retails for only $49.99. And if you use my coupon code ACME, you get 40% off your first box. You just go to fabfitfun.com, F-A-B-F-I-T-F-U-N. It's so fun to say, fabfitfun. Um, and you type in ACME and you get 40% off. Right now, the winter editor's box is available and you got to sign up before they sell out. You really don't want to miss it. Like, it has everything that you could ever need in this box. I'm currently using my blanket that I got from this box, which it might be a scarf. You know, you can make a blanket a scarf or a scarf a blanket, whatever you choose. They've got skincare products. They've got fashion from, like, Vince Camuto and Michael Stars and Millie, beauty products from Beauty Blender and Zoya and Tarte. Um, did I mention skincare from Kate Somerville from Juice Beauty? It's just awesome. Like, I really, really enjoyed my box, and I can't wait to get the next one. So I really think you should check it out. Acme is the code. You can't forget that. You just go to fabfitfun.com, and then you type in Acme to check out. You get 40% off your first box. Send me a DM, ask me some questions about it, like maybe, you know, what you want in your box, what I got in mine. I'll tell you all the good stuff. And um, back to Sally. As you are dating and like, you know, meeting people, whether it's on Raya or in real life, what are some deal breakers for you, especially as like, you know, a female entrepreneur? Would you date someone who is like less motivated and less ambitious? Probably not. Mm -hmm. I think. This is something that I think about a lot. Like, I don't think that everyone in the world is going to be as, you know, right. ambitious, quote-unquote, as I try to be. But I think the most important thing is that I date somebody who is just happy working on his own, whatever it is, whether mm. it's music or art or his own company. Like, if someone's not super happy, like, with what he does, he's not going to be the best, the best person for me, the best boyfriend to me. I don't think I would be the best girlfriend to anyone if, like, I hated my job and, like, I hated my life and, you know? But don't you kind of feel like everyone who isn't off on their own doing their own thing, like you and I, kind of hates their job, you know? Like, I swear to you, I don't remember the last time I dated someone 
who was like, my job is my passion and I love it, you know? Right. But do you hate it so much, sir, that, like, it's draining and, like, it sucks every part of you? Like No, like, that would be a red flag. Yeah. I, I've dated, I dated someone once who was a lawyer yeah. and they hated law. Yeah. And it wasn't even a question of why are they doing it. They were doing it because they were working for their family. Right. Oh. Which is honestly even more of, of a turnoff. Yeah. But it's it's not serving anyone for you to be working yeah. somewhere you hate and complaining about right. it every day. It's just like... Right. And I feel like guys have much more pressure than girls do, too. You right. know, like, I was talking to my brother the other day, and, like, this is something that, like, will never leave me. Mm. But he's like, I'm so stressed. I just... This was on his, like, 23rd birthday. Mm. And he's like, you know, I, like, don't know what I'm going to do with my life. How am I supposed to take care of my wife? How am I supposed to take care of my kids? And I was totally. like, oh, my God, Billy, do you have a family I don't know about? Like, right. who, who's your wife? Who, right. who are your kids? And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about my future. And I'm like, right. dude, why are you talking about your future wife now? You're 23. Totally. Like, you have, like, five years ahead of you. Totally. But you're yeah. absolutely right. It's that, like, the pressure of just being a man in society still to this day, yeah. men feel like they have to make choices for that yeah. future right. thing. And man. sacrifice. Totally. But, like, I don't want the person I date to feel like he sacrificed so much to be with me, me you know? Either. Like, me either. Right? Like, I want the person that I'm with to be, like, this is what makes me happy. It totally. may not make, like, the most amount of money, but it makes me the happiest. I come home, like, being happy with, like, the impact I'm making on the world. Right. And I'm fine with that because I'm also, like, sustainable on my own in my own way. Right. And I don't have to rely on him. Yeah, no, I feel the same way, yeah. but I just don't think... I think that's a stigma that definitely needs to be broken. Yeah. Because I think that guys will often say, like, well, I'm making six figures, so that should make me happy. Right. But it doesn't. But right. I know I need to be making this amount, like, yeah. to support. And I and I do see that some men are, like, envious of women like us who take that leap. Yeah. Because they think that it's easier for women to take that leap. Because, mm -hmm. like... We don't have as much to risk. Yeah. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. But I actually have a question for you. Yeah, so of course. Recently, I was given this advice from mm. my friend, and he was like, you know, like, I think this is why you're single, as if that was a problem. Oh, that you're, that, like, that you're yeah, doing your own thing. Yeah, and he was like, you probably shouldn't tell people about Crush Tonic or, like, what you do until, like, your third date in. Because he thinks it's intimidating. Yeah, and he was like, that would throw, like, a lot of guys off mm. because they feel like they can't, like, measure up to that. It's, like, so <laughs> frustrating that he said that, but at the same time, there are a lot of guys, none of which would admit they are this guy, right. who truly do feel the need to be the breadwinner type in right. the relationship. But do you think that... I don't think right. that it's intimidating, and I, I would argue that you should tell them sooner on mm -hmm. because you don't want to fall into a trap of being with someone who tries to dim right. your light, you know, and, right. like, take you lower just because they want you on their level of yeah. low. And that doesn't mean that you can only be with someone who's equally as passionate right. about what they do. No, you can find, as my uncle once told me, the interesting guy with the boring job is totally fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think, honestly, the right guy for you is someone who thinks that it is such a turn-on that you've broken the mold and 
gone out and done your own thing and wrote a book and, you know, found success at an early age, like you will find that guy. And hopefully that guy isn't thinking that because they're so lame, right? right. And not doing anything, but rather because they also followed their passion yeah. or maybe they just like respect women and women succeeding. Yeah. And those guys do exist. Like when you put yourself out there, whether it's creating your own company or starting a podcast or anything like that, you kind of weed out the the weaklings, yeah. you know, the guys who like aren't going to be right. able to handle that. Right. So I would argue with your friend that that's something that you should say the first time that you can. Yeah. For sure. No, I mean, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I think it does take a certain person to be okay. And even for me, like, I think mm-hmm. it takes a certain characteristic, like, of mine to be with someone who's, like, more successful or, you know, just totally. as. Because that would infringe on my leoness where i have to be yeah i was gonna say would you (laughs) would you be with someone who started a let's say more successful company than you and was you know even busier than you were and traveling even more than you were and working even harder than you were would that that would that would turn me on so much right yeah totally and it would motivate yeah it would inspire the shit out and that's the difference between (laughs) real men and real women yeah like real women look at like someone more successful as like that's amazing and i feel like sometimes men Look at it as that's going to make me feel bad about right. myself. Or she's going to leave me for someone else. Like, I think that right. was a really mm. big theme yeah. in my prior relationship. Yeah. Like, he was with me even before I started. So right. from, like, day zero. But How I long were you together? About a year Okay. Um, you did that all in one year? Yeah. Wow. I, I launched Crush Night last year. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Um, but so we were like, you know, together before I started mm-hmm. it. And in the beginning, he like didn't think it was, he just thought it was going to be like a side passion, like mm. a blog or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, he just didn't think it was going to be something I pursue full time. Right. And when it started gaining momentum, mm-hmm. he actually admitted to me, he was like, this is kind of hard for me because mm. when you meet with like investors or when you meet with right. male partners and they always tend to be male, he would he would get really upset and like he would be mad if like the meeting went over an hour and yeah that was that was hard yeah well that i mean it's clear to me that that was his insecurity and and that's just like a company where you're you know every now and then meeting people i mean can you imagine if you had a podcast where I know, I you can't imagine for were you. sitting intimately on a couch yeah. with a guy yeah. staring into his eyes yeah. um, and you already had his cell phone number <laughs> to get him right. and he was in your apartment. Right. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. Do guys like hit on you after? So I'm so open about like my situation that I have a boyfriend. Yeah. So my guests have actually been pretty respectful of that. Like I can truly say that I don't think one of my male guests has hit on me as much as I've just started some friendships with them and and that's really it. Yeah. But every guy that I dated, like after I started the podcast, it was an issue until my current boyfriend now. And yeah, it was always like, 
you know, even if I was texting someone to arrange them to come over to my apartment and and just as simple as that, it's like, why are you texting your guest still? Like, you know, or like, why is he DMing you? And I'm like, a million random guys are DMing me asking for advice. Like, it's not more than that. You know what I mean? But I think it takes a certain kind of man for me and for you to be with that you know, has confidence in themselves and in your relationship. And I, I, I can tell you're someone who's clearly loyal, you know. Yeah, And that I probably am. really pissed you off that he <laughs> yeah. was, like, caring if a meeting yeah. went late. And that kind of behavior leads you to want to stray. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just percent. like an oxymoron to act like yeah. that. It makes zero sense. Yeah, it, yeah, it's true. And I think when people start getting insecure, like, Mm. they just get paranoid about everything. Everything, yeah. And that's, like, the first step into the paranoia is kind of the downfall of it all. Totally. When you indulge, like, then you're just kind of screwed after. A hundred percent. Yeah, but I think that's, it's amazing that your current boyfriend is like that, because side note, everybody, Lindsay the Stunner, like, (laughs) for those of you who don't know what she looks like, but I feel like... Even more so than, yeah, like, I didn't think about it, but it's, like, in this couch. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even yeah. think about it. I didn't even think about it the way that it's, like, hitting me right now. What is up? I have some super exciting news, and I cannot hold back in telling you that we are now on Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash we met at Acme. If you subscribe as a patron of our podcast, guess what? you get to listen to all the live events. From now on, we will not be releasing live events anywhere but Patreon. Um, And if you are a patron of We Met at Acme, you will receive those episodes and possibly more. So all you got to do is go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash We Met at Acme now. Subscribe to us, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. We really appreciate you. And because we do, we're going to send you all these live events. All these live episodes are going to be up there. There's going to be bonus episodes. There's going to be in-person situations with me. You know, depending on which tier you choose to support with, we are going to give you what you want and so much more. So please support us. If you love the podcast, if you like getting, you know, responses to your DMs, about advice, about astrology, about, you know, that X that sucks. Um, We are here for you, and um, we hope that you can be here for us as well by going to patreon.com slash wemetatacme and choosing to support us on one of our tiers offered to you. Love you guys. Thank you so much, and um, I hope that you are enjoying this episode. So you match with a an actor type on on an app. Yeah, and everyone now. is now kind of in your mutual circle. Totally. Like everyone knows somebody who knows that person, right. and um, even like just via Instagram, like mm-hmm. everyone's so accessible that like it used to not bother me. I think when um, like a guy would like a blogger's photo. Yeah, because like they feel they felt distant, but yeah. like as we grow older, totally, and they're like all kind of merging. And the DM feature, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like it's, you know what? It's fine if you like like Emrata's photo, yeah. right? Like it's like uh, like no disrespect to Emrata, I think she's so hot. I like her photos, but like that's the purpose of like her Instagram yeah. is like so guys, yeah. you know, will will like and girls will like the photos and like be like oh my god her body and and that's fine but i don't know i just it 
even that, like, it just rubs me. I'm like, as women, we don't like yeah. male actors. Right. Or, like, I don't know, maybe some do, you know? It's, yeah. It, like, if, if, like, Ed Norton is, like, one of my number ones. He's yeah. a Leo, by the way. And, like, <laughs> if he had Instagram, I'd be fucking yeah. liking his shit all the yeah. time. But I don't know. There's just something confusing about when a guy likes a model or, like, Victoria's Secret models Instagram because I'm like, what is your end goal here? Right. You know? Right. But I honestly think, though, like, mm-hmm. men and women are wired so differently. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the type of person, it's like, I don't care how someone looks. If, like, they can't talk to me and I can't connect with them, like, yeah, I'm not course. attracted to them. 100%. But, like, guys are completely different. Totally. Like, I overheard my two guy friends talking about these girls that they were, like, dating off apps or whatever mm. and the entire time all they talked about was what they looked like she, mm. like he was like she's so hot but she kind of has like a weird gap tooth and like mm. the 30 minutes of me listening in was only and I, I even called him out i was like bro i have listened to you talk about right. this girl for 30 minutes i have no idea what she does i have no right. idea like how she behaved in that on that date with you right. but i saying. could if i like brought someone like you know like those totally. um, caricatures of where like i could draw her in a heartbeat 100 yeah. percent. like meaning they basically only they basically only yeah. focused on how they thought she yeah. looked physically yeah exactly so i feel like you know it's such a like instinct for them to just be like okay like i'm gonna like this picture because my brain has reacted I to it. I think you're absolutely positive. right. I actually yeah. think that that's, like, such a good call that for a woman, it's, like, you have to be hot first and then they yeah. think about your personality. Yeah. You know? Whereas right. when we go out with guys, like, they could be unattractive and we could get more into them yeah. through the date yeah. through their personality. Exactly. Exactly. And it's actually so hard. Like, someone asked me the other day um, as a as a poll question or something they were like do you think that like attractiveness helps you like helps get ahead in your career more and I was like probably which is so sad you know like so sad and and I'm sure that there are guys out there that are like do I want to do this podcast probably not but like whatever she's cute you know yeah and it's like Ew, like I don't even want to interview that person, but like at the same time, that kind of is the way it is. Like, do you feel like, not to give your ex boyfriend any credit by any means, but that like some investors or some people might take meetings with you, are more likely to take meetings with you after seeing like how you look? Yeah, I actually like to give him more credit, um, it has happened, right? Like, you have been hit on, yeah, Mm -hmm. and. Like, I'm not even looking for investors. I'm completely bootstrapped. I never right. asked for capital. But right. Here I'll, I am trying, <laughs> trying to set you up with my boyfriend for investing. No, but, like, I'll get no, so yeah, many DMs, and they're like, right. I want to invest. But, like, right. my favorite is when they go, where can I buy? And, like, they try talking uh-huh. to me. So it, and it's like, are you trying to bait me by trying to be my customer? Because right. that's weird, and mm-hmm. it's not going to lead to anything. But right. I've had a lot of people who, like, have bought purchased crush tonic and in hopes to get it yeah with you. yeah it, it has happened or like and they've emailed me like can i get it in in-person delivery oh god yeah <laughs> that's terrible but at the same time like as a smart businesswoman there are ways to use that to your advantage you know you could be like you know i, I unfortunately i'm i'm not like single right now but if you buy 60 <laughs> cartons like 
you know, I'd be thrilled, you know, not promising them anything by any means, but you know, like, (laughs) why not? Would love the support. appreciate it. Um, but not available to you. you I think like, it's kind of a hard balance though. And I'm sure you feel this Mm -hmm. too, but like now I work with a couple like publicists who are, you know, managing my image, et cetera. And now they want my Instagram to, like, make money and, like, they want it Mm. to be, like, a business. And before it used to be me just, like, taking a selfie and posting it and doing random stuff and, like, me thinking that I'm being, like, artsy by taking a picture of Hudson River, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, it's – and now I have to think about what it has to be and, like – and it stresses me out so much. But, like, that's how you're – you know, you have to put yourself out there. Right. And, like, show – And, like, be the face of your company. Yeah, and, like – you, you know, you're good looking, so it obviously is something that you need to put out there. Right. But then you kind of think about it and you're like, well, that's not why I'm here. Totally. So it kind of sucks, but it's a catch-22. Yep. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is really a catch-22. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to know on the business side what the incentive is for that person taking a meeting with you right. or, you know, X, Y, and Z. And there are blurred lines. Like, I, I take, I pretty much say yes to every meeting just because you never know. Yeah. And... As a result, similarly to you, like, sometimes I'll be like, wait, this in my head was a meeting. Right. clearly in your head, it was more than a meeting. And then it's like, I don't, yeah, you don't know what to do with that. For sure. Yeah. But we're not complaining. (laughs) (laughs) Not complaining. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what is a way that would work for you other than, you know, someone pretending to be a customer um (laughs) if someone listening is interested in getting to know you better have you ever responded to someone sliding into your dms and if so what would they kind of have to say i actually try to respond to a lot of my dms Mm -hmm. because i think that you know if someone is putting out the energy like i i want to reciprocate i want to show appreciation i think sometimes it's kind of like you said, it's a blurred line because mm-hmm. then they take that as mutual interest and they'll right. ask me out. Mm-hmm. But I try, I don't really meet any internet friends offline. Like right. I think if it's a mutual um, friend and someone's like, right. I think you and blank would right. get along really well, I would probably consider it, mm-hmm. but I probably wouldn't meet anybody off of a DM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so we usually end our episodes with a piece of advice or like a poem or a phrase or anything that has helped you, whether in business or with dating um, throughout your years. Oh, so what is something that you can share with us, if anything? And you can take as long as you need. I actually have one right on top of my I head. I love it. Uh, my grandma is like my role model. Mm-hmm. She's been my inspiration. She raised me when my parents were like off doing their business. Mm-hmm. And she came from North Korea, so she escaped like had nothing and Mm -hmm. she had to like make ends meet but her advice to me since day one is don't ever judge a person based off their past or their future judge them based off of how they are to you in your presence Mm -hmm. and that to me has gone a long way in like both business and dating like Mm -hmm. dating specific specifically because like I feel like girls and maybe guys too Mm -hmm. they get lost in like what is this guy going to do? Like, what's it going to be? Is he going to be able to support me? Or is she going to be like, or does she get around? Like, you know, like there's so many like things that don't matter Mm. at the end of the day. Like what really matters is like how 
they're showing up for you and like mm -hmm. how they're building like their their present environment around right. you like mm -hmm. if they you know shower you with time and affection right. and like that's what you should judge them I, on totally not right. based off how many followers he has right. or whatever but like you know i think even me sometimes i get mm -hmm. lost in like wow he's like so blank and usually that blank is superficial i completely agree and to add to that someone said to me once, uh, don't fall in love with someone's potential. Yeah. Fall in love with, like, who they are yeah. in that moment. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Yeah. However, you can fall in love with who they are and their potential. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And because potential doesn't always mean, like, success, right? Mm -hmm. Like, someone could have an amazing amount of potential totally. and passion, but they haven't even acted on it yet. Totally. But even having that dream will probably be, like, be really exciting and right. and and their potential could even be for them to be a good dad yeah like. yeah actually that's also another thing mm. one more piece of advice yeah. this is from the founder of well and good who um, alexia brew she's like one mm -hmm. of my um, most inspirational women in my life mm -hmm. and sometimes i turn to her for like unprofessional advice totally. and i tell her these anecdotes and mm -hmm. what she told me recently that really helped me or like um that made me think about things differently was totally. she was like Stop chasing guys who are chasing things bigger than you. There are going to be men who will want to become the next, like, Bill Gates, the next right. Steve Jobs. But maybe you should think about the guy who's chasing the dream to make a, you know, a happy home with mm. someone like you. Right. And, I love like, that. he wants to have an amazing family and your goals align. And right. his dream is is you and like not in like a weird narcissistic yeah, no, way of course. but pretty much her saying you know i used to want to date like an actor screenwriter musician right. whatever in hollywood but now i'm super happy with a guy who's like i don't have any other passion but being like an amazing husband an amazing dad and right. they're super happy together and mm -hmm. i mean that's not to say he doesn't have passion of course you know, but, yeah. yeah but that one comes first yeah that's really cool right. and Sally, where can everyone follow you on Instagram and Get Crushed Tonic and your book? My book is available at Barnes & Noble's local stores, Crush Tonic, um, crushtonic.com, and my Instagram is salsters, S-A-L-L-S-T-E-R-S, and yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much and hope everyone enjoyed. Write us a review or follow us on Instagram at We Met at Acme. And have a good one.